Hey, welcome to the club. Before we begin, I'd like to introduce our podcast and explain what we do. We will go over mysterious and unsolved cases, a bit of the paranormal, and of course, conspiracies. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and any other podcast provider. Also, a new episode of The Cloak comes out every Monday. So don't forget to join the conversation on Facebook forward slash The Cloaked Podcast and catch us on Twitter at The Cloaked underscore. And don't forget to like and rate us. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends. And now on with the show. Think of that because syphilis will kill you. I don't know. Did, I mean, did, didn't Al Capone die from syphilis? Uh, he had syphilis. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He. Yes. He. Yes. He did. This is correct. Mm-hmm. I know my stuff, man. <laughs> I know. You know I know my. <laughs> syphilis. I know my syphilis history. Um. So, did you? How in depth did you get into this? Well, because it was fucking. Before y'all came, um, Hoffman and I were. Speaking upon the origins of this story, mm-hmm. it's not it's not just the story itself, but like the fascination with Santaria, yeah, and these um, satanic cults of of sorts. They're not completely satanic, but yeah, they do some some parts of it are kind of yeah. yeah well, yeah. he took he took like parts from um, that and like Palo was parts. it Palo there yeah, was it Palo Maya yeah. And, um, which is, just flew with it. yeah, he just like took it and said, I'm going to mold it into whatever the fuck I want to mold Like a custom culture. Yeah. And, and that's but, what most people do. Yes. And I mean, it's one of our, that's our cults are custom cultures. They kind of have some foundation of like a, a culture that's already existed. Yeah. And then they groom it to, they to, yes. yes. Yeah. They, they make modifications, if you will. It is always like, it's almost like they take an existing religion right and yes. then they just are like but this is the right way yeah i mean which is kind of like what's the difference then of any denomination but is doing it wrong but me yes they're not doing it right um, i have special information special connection yes and and what helped him is um and and uh, it would help him really the most is like his mom kind of fed into that as well and you, when you start hearing about his stories, him uh, growing up in Miami, um, his mom n- mentions this and she, something that she told the neighbors about uh, his prediction, Adolfo's prediction, uh, to which uh, uh, Reagan Reagan getting shot. Yeah. So yeah, so. Um, <clears throat> he just got shot. He just got shot. No, I know. Yeah, 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 attempted murder. So, you know, Adolfo Constanzo, um, crazy guy, cult leader, and who eventually becomes a, you know, a name for himself down in Mexico mm-hmm. as a, you know, someone in in the narco world. The, the patrino world. Yeah. He can ensure protection. He can ensure protection. And it's something that's not, it's not so easy to make yourself a, a name. You know, someone that's yeah. like, you know, oh shit, you know, I heard of this guy. Um, but, you know, it's kind of <clears throat> getting into that world. It's kind of uh, it's dicey. Right. Um, so Adolfo, he was born in Miami, 1962. His mother, again, a widowed immigrant from Cuba, moved to Puerto Rico uh, with her son, Adolfo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she moved back after the husband, 
he falls ill, and so she leaves him. <laughs> she abandons him, she's and then like, moves no. back to Miami. <laughs> no, but I'm not gonna take care of him. <laughs> like, take care of you, fuck that. And then she, she comes back, right? Um, one of the things that she says is that she raised them Christian uh, or Catholic, Roman Catholic, right? Oh, yeah, and then, but then you know, the whole stories with Adolfo, and even the neighbors suggest that that wasn't that wasn't so. Mm-hmm. And so they, a lot of the neighbors describe the way uh, she lived and the way they lived. And it wasn't, um, it wasn't the way she kind of like pictured um, their, their situation. So you kind of have a little bit of conflicting stories uh, from stuff that, stuff that I read and stuff that I, that, that I was able to watch with the, uh, a lot of the biographies. Sure. Um, with when it comes to him, because there's it's a little muddy, right? You don't have anybody else that was there other than the mother after everything happened. You know what I mean? And she's gonna glorify the story. And yes, exactly. It's her son, so you know, of course, she's gonna leave out all the bad parts. So yeah, that's what I'm saying it's it's veiled in secrecy. They're oh yeah, just I mean, shit that goes down in those cultures, they're not gonna just that's their own like that's information that's not known to the public, right? On a need-to-know basis. Right? Yeah, and and like you kind of you you always want to like say oh, you know how to say that in the Latin world, mami hijo can do, mami hijo didn't do nothing wrong. Yeah, mami hijo can do nothing wrong. Yeah, mama's boys. Mama's boys. Yeah, and so you know you're protected by your mother, and if your grandmother raised you, you're protected by your grandmother. Sure. Um, so that kind of is what's something that does happen in the Latin community. I'm pretty sure, not just in that, in a lot of other communities. Um, so, you know, they, in this little Havana neighborhood, they started having all these, like, rumors that the mom practiced voodoo, mm-hmm. right? And they, don't, they, they weren't sure what she was practicing, but it, she wasn't, like, a Roman Catholic household. I mean, that's a lot of what the neighbors would see. Um, they would see chickens running around the house, and then you wouldn't see them anymore, so... Obviously, they may have been eating them. Who yeah, knows? Chicken dinner. I yeah. Mean. <laughs> um, so I mean, it's not it's not uncommon for you know some again back to the land community for us to raise chickens and then fucking eat them because that's what you do. Um, but you know, you have a, a lot of this again back to the, this conflicting kind of a story. But you know, he starts you know being more integrated into the religion mm-hmm. that allegedly she t- starts teaching him right mm-hmm. and what was it when he was 14 he gets a he gets his own uh kind of a padrino right yeah who practices um what is it called the Palo Miami Miami yeah and so he he kind of inducts him into this religion and says hey look you know I'll I'll raise him I'll teach him you know he has something about him that's that's the that was his selling point right your kid is special and that's what every mom wants to hear it's like your kid is special and has something you know your kid is like gonna be somebody well, it says here at uh, six months old, Gonzalez, which is the mother, had her son blessed by a Haitian priest who observed Pablo Mayembe. Yeah. And so it was to get great power for him. Right. And wealth, which eventually led up to that. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you feed somebody this constant narrative that, that that's what's going to happen, 
you start believing it and you start making moves, quote unquote, to get yourself to that point, right? So like how how do you get there? Like how how are you going to be able to transform to this, you know, image that you want to project? You know what I mean? So you start doing your own path. You start developing your own thing. Your own identity. Yeah, your own identity. And so as he gets like pretty much like inducted into this, you know, world, what does he start what does he start doing? Well, he's um he moves it I mean as once I guess he graduates high school, he moves into Mexico and he becomes a priest of Santaria. Yeah. Right. And so he starts even before like the story that we're gonna eventually go to, he uh, he builds a name for himself that he's um he's able to cast protection for you know, political entities for high end drug dealers. Right. Um, and he's making a killing. They're paying him a lot They're of money. They're paying him a lot of money. Right. Because, right. I mean, the Mexican culture itself believes it's very superstitious. Yeah. Very superstitious, well. yeah. So he he saw an opportunity because in the United States, that's not, it's not really frowned upon, but it's not really believed in. Yeah. So he's like, I can use my talent that I've learned and I can apply it in a country where. Where uh, it it's sense. it's gonna make sense, and people are going to more than likely fall into this uh, mystic, you know, trance or something. Like you, you get, you start. I mean, like you say, you start believing in in this type of thing, and, and especially if uh, if you're able to prove something or for foretell, so to speak, the future of something that's gonna happen. But in his situation. The way he did it was he met someone, right? Um, and, well, he met two people, right? Which was uh, Omar and, uh, and Martin, Martin, right? Yeah. And so he meets these two people and he kind of, he kind of, he kind of like gets them into this like belief, right? He, he, what does he tell them? He tells them like, he kind of tells him about himself, but he does this thing that he says, well, I usually don't do this type of like foretell- foretelling of the future, but he able- he's able to tell him something and he convinces him. He convinces them both. Hey, you should join me, mm. right? Yeah. You should join me and, and you should be my followers. This That's is right. kind of what I do. And this is kind of something that is going to help you and protect you. And I could do that. I could protect you. And I could develop a future for you. We can provide you with like worldly yeah. possessions when money comes in. Oh, yeah. And the other, the other selling point was he tells, I believe it was Omar, right? He tells Omar that he is special. Of course. That he has an ability. It was like, hey, you have an ability that no one else has. And I think this is something that you want to go with this this is something that's gonna change your life you think that was just part of uh like a brainwashing technique that was i think that was a part of the hustle because he these guys were connected with other people that were was able to help him to get to all these people who had money Mm -hmm. and so when getting to know them he found this information out he's a hustler he's a hustler Yeah. yeah And so he's using this as like a thing where, hey, I can get to where I, where I want to be. And so along the way, he meets another person, right? Through these guys. 
meeting other people. And they met a um, uh, an officer, uh, a cop, right? Uh, I believe it was Salvador, right? Mm-hmm. That was his name. Um, he meets this guy. He's a corrupt cop. And he has uh, a problem. He has a situation going on. What's the problem? Um, I forget what it was. Like, it's, he's having issues with, like, money and stuff like that. And, um, and so he helps him. He's like, hey, look, I can get you where you need to be. You just need to do this and this, and you'll be all right. Because he's trying to move, you know, with other cartel members, right? He's trying to cross drugs over. Yeah. Because that's, that's kind of what he does yeah. also. So he says, I'm going to cast a protection spell. You know, I'm going to protect you while you do your thing. And this will work, and you'll be able to do your job. So he convinces them. And it so happened that he's able to succeed all of a sudden. Yes. A coincidentally, that's bullshit. That, that was very coincidental, uh, right? Say, just kind of like hypothetical. Say that didn't happen. Yeah, but it's all on the the notion that you pay me and then I give you something back, right? Protection, or you make more money, or, or you have more opportunity. fame, whatever. Yeah. yeah, work, whatever, whatever, you, whatever it may be. You think that was kind of like the, <clears throat> if it wasn't for that, then maybe he wouldn't have gone as far as yeah i think so because here's the other thing that people don't understand is like and 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 people think well it's it's a coincidence i'm pretty sure he met other corrupt individuals and did the same thing he did to salvador nothing worked out nothing worked out with that and he was the only one you you know you cast all these rods right to catch your fish the more you, you, you cast out, the more likely you're going to catch something. And then it's going to work. Yes. And then yeah. now you have some credibility. Now you have credibility. Exactly. Powers. Yeah. Just give me a goat. I'll take care of it. <laughs> I'll take care of myself. Right? I'll give you the goat. And so this, this starts to happen for him. Right? This starts to develop. And it's, and it's amazing. Right? Like everyone's looking at this and like... Word is being spread around. He starts getting more clients. People are coming to him he with problems. Yeah, he, be, he he starts getting a little bit of fame in that world, right? Mm-hmm. And so he starts getting this notoriety. It's like, hey, this guy, man, you you go to him, he's gonna help you out. And so people started coming uh, with to him about all these kinds of problems, right? And at the same time, he's de- he's developing these relationships with these people that are following him, and just like any cult. He develops rules for them, right? Rules like, um, well, he indu- he inducts two of them, which is Omar and and Martin. He inducts them in through the tradition of him making the, the cauldron, right, mm. and throwing the 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 animal parts, the yeah. human parts, which they went to graveyards to dig these stuff out. Well, yeah, he he initially started with you know chickens, go animals, right? Yeah, and that's kind of the ganga, the ganga, the yeah, ganga the ganga, theory. which is something that is a cauldron, of, right? Of, of kind of manifesting these the spirit. spirits and the energies and yeah. all of that. But he's like, I think I can do better with human parts. Yes, yeah. And why was that? Well, I think um, I don't know exactly why, but I think it's just because. You want somebody with you know more strength in your organization. I was talking to Hoffman, yeah. and then you want somebody that looks like what you're trying to manifest with, within. So right. You look with somebody who has a lot of muscle or, or certain occupations, mm-hmm. right? Exactly, and that's kind of what he wanted was 
one of his biggest things was, I need someone with a smart brain. Well, I guess we can start there then. So, because that's where he was like, if you're going to bring me someone, make sure they recently died and they were smart. Because I need someone smart to manifest. With certain attributes. Yes. To help um, him build his empire, so to speak. So you would need somebody who's recently dead or somebody that's alive so they can... it would take a machete and yeah, and, and yeah, because that's kind of what what ends up being his thing is that that escalated really quick, <laughs> really quick. You don't say <laughs> that. That was something that you know definitely escalated. But going back to where he starts with these guys, and he starts setting up all these rules where you don't do any drugs, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird because uh, it's something that it's a rule in in any any world in any drug world. Is that you want to have men run your shit. You want them to be off the drugs. Because as soon as they get on the drugs, they start fucking up. And that's an issue. That's an issue. You know what I mean? You don't want somebody high selling your product and then fucking up, getting caught, losing losing your product, losing money. You're losing a foot soldier on the corner selling drugs or whatever it may be. Because then they become a liability. They become a liability uh, because then you. you don't know if they're talking, and that again, that's an issue because then you want them to be under your command. That if they're gonna get caught, they ain't gonna say shit. You know what I mean? And if they're on drugs, there's a good chance you're gonna talk. You know? They'll and, probably talk for drugs. Yeah, <laughs> they'll probably spot. hey yeah exactly. Well, especially if the someone in the opposition captures you, right? And so, oh, that's right. yeah, definitely. And so here's Where the other, stash at? and and so uh, Salvador, you know, his one of his fo- uh, foot soldiers, he gets in, also inducted into his membership, mm-hmm. right? And at the same time, you know, in in this uh, drug world, people are coming to him, protection. Hey, look, I'm I'm gonna cross this much, or whatever. I need protection. I need I need to be able to cross this much. And then Martel started coming to him. For this protection, and he started getting payments for that. Oh, yeah. The thing that you know, all these cartels were being so successful is that what what they didn't know is they had somebody, Ebi and Salvador, on the inside, on the inside That's- being able them to transport the drugs through. They had no idea, and they, you know, they're being tricked into thinking, this "Hey, this shit is working." <laughs> That's the point of black magic. It's yeah. manipulating Manipulation. People. It's exactly. actual, like, you conjure up, like, a, a ball of fire. It's right. kind of like, dot, you're, you're convincing people you, yeah. through fake-ass spells. Yeah, spells that, well, I mean, again, you, it only takes one thing to convince these people, you know? And, and as long as that's working, it, they're going to be able to jump right through. Yeah, they're going to tell more people. Yeah, and, and exactly. And that's kind of what happens, right? You network. It, it, he's the word of, of this guy starts to spread, and then so he meets another he meets an, another big name, right? And he starts being part of it. Um, I forget his name. Uh, it starts with an I, isn't it? Mm. He, he becomes a. He wants to become partners to split the thing fifty fifty. Yes. And so I forget one of the these uh, drug runners. So he wants to split the profit fifty fifty. He doesn't. So Adolfo flips the fuck out. Right. He has this big fight. Um, all right. Storms away. A couple of days later, calls him back. Hey, let's meet up. 
I apologize. I was under uh, a demon had taken over me, <laughs> and you know, I, I got angry. It wasn't, you know, you know, it's something dark, a dark spirit. You know what I mean? It he happens. Tried, it happens. You know, dark <laughs> spirits take over. And you know, <laughs> you know, he made it seem like something that was normal. Um, so, Adolfo tells him, "Hey, let's meet up." Let's let's do a protection spell for your family. Get get all your get all the people that 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 you trust and are are loyal to you. I'm I'm thinking this is a fucking setup. <laughs> yeah, he just had a giant fight with this dude who wants to be a partner because he wants more money, and then he wants to do a protection spell with all your members who are your loyal followers. So they have this meeting, right? And he's there. He's starting to do the ritual. And bam. Who comes in? Salvador and Omar. Blasting the fucking shit out of these people, dude. Killing all seven members of this guy's family. It's the opposite of protection spell. Hector de la Fuente? Yes. I believe that was him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's that fucking... And so they, they all get shot. They are, you know, they're, they're all dead. Right? And so he takes over... His territory, he takes over his drug empire, right? Yes. And so things are going okay, right? But he wants more, right? He wants more money. He starts getting so much money. He's buying, he's buying his 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 members' cars. He's buying a giant house. You know what I mean? He's spending this money, and he loves this money. <laughs> so money starts being a thing well, to his religion, and his religion drops back. So that's that's his that's his drive is to get more money to get more money right, and so as they start going more into it, you know, and he's in, he's getting all these new members. You know, he went from four to seven to twelve. He was he was getting members to like do his stuff, and all of a sudden he's getting even more people. He just gained a bunch of people that are that work in this you know drug business. You know that. So you have access to all that money. Yeah. He's trying to see like how and can we do it big time. Money, territory, the drugs. He he now has gained all access to it. And then I believe he then meets somebody uh, Hernandez, right? There's there's another family that runs drugs, right, over the border, and they're not having their business in that side. It's not going so well. So he reaches to Adolfo. It's like, hey man, he help. You know we're not we're not profiting very well. Um, can you help me? Is there anything you can do? I heard you. You know you're good at protection and bringing people. Um, you know money and business. Can you do something for me? And if he says, yeah, I could. Yeah, I could help you out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll help you out. And he starts doing that. But part of of him doing this, they had to sacrifice someone. And this is where he starts to get blood hungry, right? He kills someone, right? Brings him and does his whole thing again. And he liked it. He liked this kill. So, later on, one of his friends, one of his members comes to him with an issue. He's like, hey, my roommate, you know, he's a problem. He was causing me issues. Which is funny because, like... Which is another thing was, was, that I found interesting is a lot of his members were, were you know, a sheer coincidence and not, I don't have anything against it, but they were gay, right? <laughs> I thought it was weird and funny. I'm that. Well, I mean, he was gay too. You know, he was gay too, yes. Yeah. 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 Omar became his lover, 
even though Omar and I believe Martin were lovers, they were sharing each other. Yeah, it was a weird love triangle. But here's the other thing: then Adolfo got another lover. So now there's like you know four dudes involved. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know if they're all sharing each other, but you know whatever. Anyways, one, this member comes over and says, "Hey, look, I have this dude. He's an issue. You know, he kicked my dog." You know, <laughs> he, he, calls, he needs to die. He needs to die. Take he, him out quickly. So they come to his house, dude. They come to his house. They all show up, beat the shit out of him, take him to his tub, and execute him. But they don't just execute him, right? They torture the shit of him. They, they cut his, you know, his, his nether regions off. His growing area. His growing area. They skin him. They cut open his brain. They open it up to take out his heart. This motherfucker is still alive as they're doing all of this. How? He doesn't die until like they ripped him open in his chest to take out his heart. That's when he died. That sounds like my own shit right there. Yeah. So that was they they he did all of this. And so you know, you move on a little forward. They found out there was another member in 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 the uh, in his uh, in his group. There was an issue, right? He has him executed. Is this right? the one where they dumped the remains in the streets of Mexico City? Well, the, I don't know. There was a lot of stories with this guy. There was one where, at some point, every week they were sacrificing somebody to this cauldron. Every week. How big is this cauldron? It's small. <laughs> it's small. No, they're, they're dumping pieces yeah, of, of one person. Belly. They're chopping up bodies. Here's the thing. They like use this ranch that they... Oh, yeah, it dude. Like it, it, was, it was cooking. Like yeah, it was, I don't know. I think like they drank it, too. Like they, they yeah, they, did, they, they would drink out of it. They did, like, a bunch of weird stuff. with And, and here's the thing. They used this ranch that they were in, right? Because they moved... Out of an apartment <laughs> into a ranch, and More they space. were burying bodies. Yeah. More cauldron space. Mm-hmm. You know, they had they had a barn, right, where they were doing this ritual, and um, they used this whole fucking ranch to. And they, they started doing big pits to dump body parts, bury them, cover them in lime. Yeah, and none, none of lie. them. Yeah. yeah, and none of them. It wasn't like, oh, this is one person. In parts, they were just mixed in. They were all mixed in, barrels, pit, everything, dude. They were all mixed in. At the end, whenever it all got done, they couldn't. No one could tell who the fuck was who because of how bad it was. But, um, you know, it, that shit just started to escalate. Like it started to go in deeper and deeper, and it just, and and all this became. It was no longer about the money. The money would help him continue his operation. But what became more was him killing people. It was a bloodlust. Yes. He started to develop in this thing where, like, hey, let's let's do this. Um, at one point, they accidentally executed... <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> again, I'll repeat this. Accidentally executed a cousin of one of the members. Oh my God. Which one of the members executed... <laughs> 
that, that me- how do you not exactly how do you not recognize your own cousin i think i read that it was like the guy's nephew the guy's nephew yeah. to his own nephew yes but and i think they put a bag on his head they, yeah yeah they they, they saw him, him someone they saw him walking up like they had seen him walking up front of the ranch and you know at this i don't know at this point they're just growing suspicious of like shit that's happening maybe it was a test uh, maybe, maybe, and then he just said, oh, "Why didn't know?" No, it was like, uh, like they just brought him someone, and we're like, "Hey, execute this execute person." The guy. He has a bag on his head, right? Yeah. So he's like, "All right," and shoots him. Yes. And then he like realizes that the clothing this, looks familiar, yeah. and when he takes off the bag, he's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty like, <laughs> and then they and Adolfo did not give a shit about that. They continue to dismember. This dude's nephew. Body's a body, man. You yeah. Fuck it. And and it was at that point where it's like, okay, he's, this is where this is, this is the direction that they're heading Shit's to. Get a hand. So it got to a point where they found out one of the new members had done cocaine. What was his biggest rule? Do no drugs. one does drugs. Don't do it. Don't do drugs. Found out that he was doing drugs. They brought him in and executed him in front of all. The, the people. No rehab, no nothing. No, no, no. no, no you're executed. No, 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 have you guys seen the stuff with the babies? What? Where they they're feeding the baby and if the baby's not like doesn't want to eat, they get a doll and they like beat the crap out of it. What? And then go back and feed the baby, and the baby's just like. Wait, what is that? Where is this at? I'll find the video. Oh my god, this guy! I was watching. I was like, they're torturing kids. No, they're not torturing the kid. Well, I mean, psychologically, they are. They're showing the kid is like, if you don't eat, I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you, dog. Yeah, that kid's gonna need therapy. So then, in the future, this kid's gonna grow up and it's gonna tell his friend to do something. Thing, it's not gonna do it. It's like, this is this is it yeah. <laughs> you want this? You want this? Oh, no, okay. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll take you to go get the pizza. Yeah, this is gonna happen in the future, dude. Next time, you don't talk back to oh, me. Yeah, and, and speaking of examples, <laughs> her, the Hernandez family that he's helping, right, that he got together with, they find out that the neighbor stores drugs they started doing this thing where they're like hey we're being really successful let's start robbing our opposition and then selling their drugs for profit so they started doing that they start rubbing they start robbing the opposition and taking their drugs reselling them for profit pure profit right yeah and so they found out one of the neighbors you know stores drugs you know through one of the one of the people that transports this so they go to they go to his barn they they go to his ranch and it's the neighbor right the owner and uh, i think it's like one of the 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 a son who of uh, the owner right because they knew the owner Serafin Hernandez Garcia yeah and so they go in there to take the drugs but they also Kidnapped them both, right? And he takes them under, like, to this orchard, right? 
under uh, like and he is talking to them it's like hey are you good what Christians right he tells them he's like hey are you good Christians which the one of the guys doesn't say anything the other one says yes and then uh, Adolfo turns to his members and he says what did I say about Christians they're animals and then turns around and shoots them both. Dang. Well, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, 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 again, setting examples to his rules that he had, which again, it was one of the rules I didn't get to mention, but um, it's something that he always said is that people who are outside of the religion are animals. They, they don't uh, mean shit. Yeah. So kind of like, again, demeaning you know, any other religion that's out there, hey, these people don't mean shit. But, I mean, at this point, these guys are brainwashed. They believe in him. They believe that they have a protection spell, you know, that, you know, the they no one's going to, they can't die, no that no one's going to do shit. The only reason people didn't do shit to them was because people were afraid of them because no one knew who was fully inducted into them and who wasn't, who's was going to tell or not tell. That's the only reason no one came at you. It wasn't because you were protected. It's because people feared what you could do. Which is better. Which is better because then you have a, yeah. um, you have a, a grip. virtual influence. Yes. Right? You don't have to like cut people's hands off or do something. Like, just word of mouth. Yeah. Your reputation precedes you. Yes. And at this That's point, it. he didn't have to execute anyone. No. He didn't have to. But he did it because at this point, he's basically a serial killer. Already, dude. Yeah, and he has people bringing him the bodies, bringing him the people, you know, to be able to, you know, sacrifice and do his ritual. Sacrifice. Yeah. Man. Like, he believed in it. And he was so balls deep in it, right? Yes. Like, he really started to believe in his own shit, right? And so, at this point, there was a bunch of bodies all over, right? Everybody knew who he was. Nobody wanted to fuck with him. But he wanted more, Right? And so, what what was his downfall? What happened? Well, he um, okay, well, I guess we go there. So he, uh, at that point, he asked his henchmen to capture somebody with intelligence, right? Intelligence. Somebody, somebody who's um, in the medical field or whatever. Yeah, someone so, smarter. Yeah, so in '89, right? Um, in Matamoros, it's a back in the day it was a big place for uh, spring break. So everybody right. from Brownsville or uh, yeah, Brownsville, well, Te- down, down in Texas. Yeah, everybody, not just from Brownsville, just from the southern Texas. The southern we'll state, there yeah. Because you, you only have to be 16 to drink. Yes. You know what I'm and saying? you just so, go down there and drink. And yeah. so, and it's cheap to drink there, especially yeah. if you're in the medical field, you probably have a little bit of money or whatever. So, yeah. they just fucking go to Mexico. They don't give a shit over there. Right. And so. Bottle service. Damn. Right? <laughs> oh, I've been to Mexico before, man, and bottle service is very cheap. Yeah? Fucking cheap. I, I mean, I went. To an undisclosed location. <laughs> yeah. And for fifty-five fucking dollars, dude, I had basically lived like a rock star. Like everything, all the mixers, you had yeah. somebody attending your table and doing yeah. this and that. So you it was a really personal cool. bartender. I had everything. Nice. Uh, my own personal restroom too. Like this is just like, you guys are like, all right. I'll, I'll slip them like a dollar. Ah shit, I'm gonna get me some dollars later. <laughs> a dollar goes a long way. A dollar does so, go a long way. A dollar right now is like um, twenty twenty pesos. Twenty pesos? It's like yeah, it's, it's a, double your money. Right yeah. There. But what happens is, um, not getting too deep, so he wanted to 
gain more intelligence or, or more intelligence within his organization. So he, he has these people that are his followers <laughs> to find somebody right. to go to the bars mm-hmm. and see if you can find somebody who's in the medical field or whoever's becoming a yeah. doctor. So this person, I guess we'll name him Mark Kilroy. Kilroy, yeah. And some of the friends happened to be there during spring break right. in 89. And the henchman found out that he, I guess through conversation that they overheard that he was um, a doctor student, a, yeah, a medical a student. medical student. And so, but, so El Patrino's on like, somebody like that we want. Yes. So finally they're done with their spring break. They're going back to the bridge mm-hmm. because they parked their cars in the U.S. They walk through the border through the to border. go to Mexico after yeah. they're done to come back. Apparently, what happened is Mark Kilroy had to take a big piss, man. Shouldn't have broke that seal. That damn seal. You don't pee in public in Mexico. Yeah, you definitely don't because, I mean, obviously, you get arrested and you get put in, in jail. And you don't want to be in no jail. In, no lock-up abroad situation. No lock-up abroad situation, yeah. And even that, the, the cops are corrupt, of course. So they're oh, yeah. Gonna they're going to want and money. they're going to shake you down Yes. cash. And of words of Martin Lawrence in uh, Blue Streak, like all kinds of burritos in your ass. Um, what? <laughs> you never seen Blue Streak? Oh, yes. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. He, there's a line he says, you don't want to go down and get caught in a Mexican prison because you get all kinds of burritos in your ass. Oh, yeah. That's well, that shit. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, a that's, a, yeah. And, and so here's, oh, well, here, let me go a little bit back. Speaking of burritos in your ass. Um, Adolfo, one of the things Adolfo did was rape his victims. Mm-hmm. Before he he started disembobbing them and taking off their stuff and skinning them alive and shit, and yeah, it's a power thing. It's a power move. But here's the other thing: before he went again and they brought Kilroy, before Kilroy, his victim prior to that, and I think that's what tipped him over even more, was they got someone from another another bar, right? They kidnapped this one dude. And nobody knows who he was. They kidnapped him, brought him to the ranch. Alofo begins to do his ceremony thing. Starts skinning him alive. And this motherfucker isn't screaming. He's not yelling. He's nothing. He's taking it. He's not satisfied. He's, it. he's not satisfied. He starts cutting him. He takes off his junk. Nothing. He likes it. And they're like, everyone's just like, oh shit, this dude's not, and this guy's yelling at him, yelling at him, fucking scream, fucking scream, and nothing. He's, Adolfo's like torturing the shit out of this guy, and nothing. He's not getting shit out of this guy, and he's like pissed, so he just executes him, right? So this is what tips him over into that, right? Uh And so now you have Kilroy, right? They bring him in, and, um... <clears throat> one of the things it, they held him for a while before they did anything to him mm-hmm. right um, in fact one of the members fed him mm-hmm. right while he was yeah, staying the there. caretaker well, yeah the caretaker um, fed him and so what, what else happened like after they they captured uh, Kilroy well so they, they capture him they um, they set freeze and so one of the uh, documentaries I saw is that he followed the law to the T, and so he thought that maybe he did do something wrong. So right. uh, they picked him up from they the woods, up from the woods there, yeah. and uh, then they brought him into another car, and then they bring him to that ranch, the ranchito that um, Cozano had, right? Right. Um, like, hey, Padrino, this is the guy that you've been seeking. We overheard that he's a medical student. And so they tie him up, they feed him for a while, but eventually they kill him because they want his brain. 
yeah as a resource to gain intelligence right so it's like part of the ritual sacrifice is using body parts from that body so they probably use some blood or whatever um after they kill them their friends go to the police in brownsville to follow a report like, we haven't seen our friend we waited hours and hours they never come back yeah and so we're like we're, you know we don't know where mark is and so the investigator in brownsville contacts the um what do, you, what do you call that guy? Um, the, the the dude in charge of the federal police in Mexico. Oh, okay. Motors, yeah, um, motors, yeah. What do you call him? The uh, comandante. Comandante, yeah. So he worked with the comandante for like 20 years. So he contacted Mr. Comandante. Like, I have a, a pending case where like, yeah. uh, we have these young students looking for their friend. They haven't seen him in three days. Yeah. Like, well, we, I think, well, I think what also helped him also is that Kilroy's, what was it, like his uncle, right? Right? was like pushing for that like hey there's an investigation needs to be done because the dad was showing up at the border mm-hmm. after all this something needs to get done something needs to get done and then obviously the people in Matamoros the officials and everything were like hey we need to start doing something because it's going to start killing our tourism which it did for a while um, actually uh, for a year it, it did the tourism was down and then even, even after a year after all of this it took a while for it to go back to where it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, they, they did a lot. They were offering a uh, $15,000 reward for any information. Oh, yeah. The Matamoto's police investigated 127 known criminals in the area. Yeah, they started bringing in criminals in like, for yeah, questioning. Did anything? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> We need to we need to get this yeah, fixed. We got a little bit of scratch for you. you know yeah, exactly. I mean, fifteen thousand dollars back then. This is in the late eighties. That's a lot of money. You could buy a house for that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mexico. A nice, a nice big house. Sorry, three times. Yeah, a badass house. Oh Mexico. yeah. And so, but nobody would come forward. I think what happens is, uh, the comandante was following somebody that was going to the the ranch. Oh, they mm-hmm. they yeah. passed a, a police checkpoint. Yeah. Yeah, he passed. He barreled through that. The commandant finally caught up with him, took him back to the jail, and the investigator from Brownsville goes over to visit the Patrino to discuss the case and said, I, I forgot what that dude's name was, but the investig- the U.S. investigator knew that guy that the commandant captured mm-hmm. because that dude who was captured had an uncle in New York who was kidnapped because of drug-related, so drug-related situation, and um, and there was a picture of Mark Kilroy like on the table, I guess, right? And uh, it's like, I know that person. <clears throat> yeah, they showed him pictures of, hey, do you, you know, what do you know? Because they they picked him up, right? And before that. They had already captured two members. And what ends up happening is they're, again, because of the cult, they're under this illusion that nothing's going to happen to them. They could say anything and nothing's going to happen to them. So what do they do? They start talking. They start talking. (laughs) They immediately start talking. Oh, yeah, this, this, this has happened. Yeah, we killed a bunch of people. Yeah, you know, I was there. It, it was the reason. Yeah. Again, I don't remember if it was this kid that picked up, but he points out, 
Oh yeah, this blonde kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they show him the picture, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, that's, that's the guy you've been the, looking yeah. for. Yeah, we sacrificed him. Yeah, like literally, like he's <laughs> yeah, we did it. Like, ah, the nails. He's sleeping, <laughs> sleeping with the flowers. You know? Yeah, and there's again. They're under the illusion that nothing is going to happen to them. They're, they're not going to get touched, right? Because they yeah, think because they have this protection. The brainwashing. They're super brainwashed. They can they're, say whatever they want without well, Yeah, and the police were just like... Man, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what's going on? What are you guys on? That They were so confident that nothing was going to happen. They just confessed to everything. Like, yeah, we did it. So yeah, 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 yeah. It was this place. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You didn't hear about us? And so what happens after that? Well, then they were like, fuck, I'm like, and so, um, set up a, you know, or whatever that dude's name is, like, yeah, we yeah. have he's over there in the ranks, so they fucking, uh, the comandante with the U.S. investigator and some friends of the, theirs go over there, mm-hmm. and they reach the ranch, and then they ask the guy who pointed out that that's the dude that's here, they're like, hey, um, so where's the body? Yeah. And, and the, the um, the comandante's asking and then the guy answers back like, "What body?" And then the commandante, he was some guy of small stature, but he wasn't fucking around. And like, "What do you mean, what body? The one that we were talking about for like the last fucking hour? Like, yeah. what body are you talking about?" Like, the commandante then has very little patience for bullshit, mm-hmm. and so he thought that that dude was bullshitting him. Like, all of a sudden, he forgot about Mark Kilroy. Yeah, he was asking which body, yeah, which yeah. one. <laughs> and so uh, the U.S. investigator kind of like telling the story like the commandante was getting pissed off so he had like an Uzi next to him he said, you know fuck that so he started shooting up the whole magazine from the Uzi up in the air mm-hmm. right like are you very afraid dramatic of, yeah super dramatic like, yeah are you you know are you afraid of bullets and he just shooting up in the air I'm like which I'm like and so all of a sudden it wasn't just about Mark Kilroy that the whole place was littered with bodies everywhere mm-hmm. and they were confused I'm like all of a sudden we stumbled upon it a bigger situation mm-hmm. and finally they disclosed that yeah um, Mark Kilroy was buried with like a coat hanger sticking outside of the grab yeah the, like a wire this, thing yeah, yeah right there and they're like why is there a coat hanger there? Like, well you know um, Constanzo he wanted to make a necklace from the bones of his spine so what they did was he put a rod down his fucking neck and waited for the body to deteriorate and just and what they would pull. Do, just pull it all out Pull out the full vertebrae out. I'm like, what the... F-? And they actually show a picture of the vertebrae, like, in a rope. Rope, yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. And so, all of a sudden, it turned out to be a, a big investigation. Like, mm-hmm. this Constanzo guy, like, this guy's... It was sick. no longer just a kidnapping. No, it was... He became was a more, mass murderer. Yes. And so... But Adolfo wasn't there. No, sir. He wasn't there. He was in Mexico City. He was in Mexico City. And he saw all of this through the TV. Oh, so... So what happened was... Apparently he fled or he was still there in Mexico City. So in yeah. order for them to capture Constanzo's attention... I'm like, this is fucking serious. We're, we're we need to get this guy. So they yeah. got their own Santaria priest... Whatever they they got they they brought someone from Miami to yeah. figure out how his brain was working and how they were a a way to drive him out. How can we drive yes. this dude out? So basically, they just burned the whole place down. They burned the fucking place down with all the, the his temple, the his temple, little the cauldron. cauldron, everything gone. 
and it's destroying um, his power, destroying his power, exactly. and he, that pissed him off. And that pissed him off. He was he went ballistic. Um, in Mexico, they were saying that the reason they found him was that he was burning money. Um, he was throwing coins outside of his window, mm-hmm. and the. Finally, they were like, I think we know where he's at. That crazy motherfucker over there. Well, here's what ends up happening is that, so as he's watching this, he shoots the TV. He is pissed. Gets his AK, shoots the shit out of the TV. For an hour, this dude's screaming, yelling, throwing shit against the wall. He had one of his followers... uh, I forget her name. uh, Sarah, I think it's Sarah? Aldrete. Aldrete? Yeah. Um, big follower. He used her on a lot of manipulations with other members. And so he tells her, hey, go find me a plastic surgeon. We all need to get modified. Find me a plastic surgeon. We need to be on the move. So what do they do? They start being on the move. They cut their hair. They change the color. They start wearing different types of clothes. Not not so, you know, uh, what they were accustomed to wearing. So they changed their whole appearance. But in order to flee the country, they needed fake passports. They got fake passports. All they needed to do was change their look as far as plastic surgery. They needed to change their face. So they flee. They go to another place, another another apartment. They called the plastic surgeon once they were able to get someone who could possibly do the surgery. She tells him the situation. She goes to a payphone. Hey, look, this needs to happen. Surgeon's like, no, I'm not going to do it. You're mm-hmm. on your own. So she's like, fuck. So then she calls her family. Calls her family. Hey, look, I'm safe. How are you guys doing? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, um, where the fuck you been? You know, because they don't know where she's been. And she was like, hey, this guy is holding me captive. You know, I'm unfortunately stuck with this guy. And then she goes back home. Right. So cops show up to the building on a whole different reason. They show up because there's an issue or a situation with another person staying there. And they're going door to door. No, they're outside. They're waiting for another unit. Adolfo sees this. He thinks that they're after him. As he should. Takes out his gun and starts shooting at a cop. All of a sudden, there's a shootout. Yes. He is. He's trying to do everything. He starts throwing money. He starts throwing coins. He starts throwing all kinds of shit, thinking it's gonna cause some kind of riot. No, bitch, you're shooting. No one's gonna go where the money is at. Shooting. He then starts shooting at a propane tank. Thinking it's going to explode, cause a fire. He's been watching way too many movies. <laughs> <laughs> Propane tank is empty. <laughs> he's shooting at an empty tank. Nothing's happening. He's trying his best to make some kind of diversion. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Before all this goes down, the day they raided his place, he made all his members into a pack that if something sh- some shit goes down, that they would off themselves. But he wanted to be the first one to go. Mistake number one in the cult. You're never the first one to go. You're, the last. You're always the last one to go. Super. Never the first one. So and so then all this shit is coming. More police are showing up. More police are showing up. You know they have their own squads showing up. Whatever. He turns to I think it was um, uh, one of the members. I forget his name. Uh, and he tells him, "Hey, 
you need to execute me and Omar. <laughs> and I was like, why'd you bring Omar into this situation? <laughs> Omar's like, uh. And he's like, hey, I need you to execute us. Like, this is it. Yeah, we're we're, we're dead. To do it himself. Yes. So they yeah. go into the, against the room, tells the guy, Sarah tells him, fuck him, execute him. Shoots them. They all died, right? These guys, she runs out of the building saying she was being held captive. The other guy runs at surrendering. Third guy is hiding under one of the beds, right? When the police went in, they found him hiding under the bed. They're not going to check underneath the bed. <laughs> check underneath the bed, right? It's the so, first place you check. You know, they, they find this place. Everyone's fucking dead in there. And so they 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 get brought into questioning. Like, hey, okay, what happened? Because at this kind of point, they kind of don't know that this is Adolfo, the guy mm-hmm. that we're after, right? And so, you know, I, one of the guys immediately starts talking. We're these people, you know, we're, we, we, were, we were on the run. We're going to get this. We're going to have plastic surgery. We were, you know, trying to escape. You know, that's one of those things where they were trying to not. He, this guy that was thinking, uh, he was trying not to, you know, think that Adolfo was going to come back. Because he said, don't worry, I'm going to get resurrected. <laughs> so he tells him before he died, he's like, don't worry, it's cool. I'll come back. I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> so he believed. Oh, yeah. He believed so much in the shit that he told his people that he would come back after that, after being shot. It's like, don't worry, I'm gonna come back. He gets shot completely, right? I got this. <laughs> don't worry, it's cool, it's cool. So he started like, yeah, 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 I'm gonna come back. So this guy who's talking, he's like, he's not worried because Adolfo's gonna come back. And this whole time, he's thinking... We're still waiting. We're still waiting. <laughs> he's like, no, it's cool. Adolfo's going to come back. We're all going to be okay. I'm going to come out of this. He gets 67 years in prison. In Mexico. <laughs> in Mexico. Sarah tried to say she was being held against her will and says she was going on vacation. She was taken. But there's too much evidence. But there's too much evidence against her. She knew too much. Uh, none of her family knew about this she was vacation. Like second in command of all this. <laughs> yes, she was second in command of all this. She was a uh, la madrina, and so yeah, you can't be la madrina and be like. <laughs> and all the will. members were like, "Oh yeah, she was like in command." <laughs> she was trying to get like a year, and no, that's not. Like she was overseeing mean. sacrifices. Like you yeah. can't. Just <laughs> I was like, "No, bitch, you're getting." Six, I think they gave her sixty-seven and a couple of months. Is that in Mexico? In Mexico, because I think I read it. Like, if she ever gets out, like in the U.S., the U.S. also so wants to prosecute either her. Either way, yeah. like so, that you bitch, you better you might as well die there. Yeah. So yeah, all members, all surviving members, the only people that were that died was Adolfo and Omar. Out of all Robert. the members, huh? And then you not come back. <laughs> oh, yeah, his lover, yeah. And then not come back. Yeah, they were not resurrected. And so, yeah, I mean, it was just one of those things where it just, I mean, it went from playing cards in the fucking park <laughs> and duping people out of money to like, hey, I'm the biggest narco in, in Matamoros running this it's shit. It's kind of funny, though, because he... Kidnapped uh, Mark Kilroy, right? Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for that. If it wasn't for that. Yeah. He wasn't so smart after all, right? It didn't do shit. Like he, well, he, he, mistake number one, he involved someone from a different country. Yeah. yeah. I think cause they were around. getting people that were kind of like, would it be less missed or less right. looked for? Yeah. 
And then Which is something that we've, and... we've discussed before is that a lot of the victims, when it comes to these kind of cold sacrifices, it tends to be people who are not going to be missed or runaways, homeless. They were crazy loaders. anyway. Or, yeah. Exactly. And so, I mean, he was lucking out. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I think the, the whole uh, person that wasn't reacting to being executed was, oh, yeah. a, was an omen. Yeah. And he should like, he should just stop there. If he believed in his own shit, he should have known, hey. This is a sign. Yeah, stop. I should probably not be doing this yeah. right now. Maybe I sacrificed one too many people. Or I should take got the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, if he was sacrificing, <clears throat> if he started a year prior and sacrificing one person per week, that's more than 52 bodies. And they were able to only identify 25 people. After everything was said and done, the bodies that they took out, they were only able to identify 25 people only because um, the clothes that they were wearing and some of the identifications that they found, which is like brutal. Like It was so bad they, they you couldn't tell if that person was male or female because of how they they dismembered everything. Mm-hmm. Um, unless, you know, you, would, you were able to put a body together, then, yeah, you were able to determine if it was male or female. But other than that, you know, the way they dismembered a lot of these people for the cauldron, it, you know, there was no way to identify these people, um, especially since a lot of them were, like, mutilated, skinned alive. Um, you know, something that, you know, you're definitely not going to be able to uh, be able to skim away out of that. Yeah. What are you guys' thoughts? Adolfo. Uh, he should have just stayed in Miami. <laughs> he could have been the next Miss Cleo. Uh, or uh, for those uh, Spanish speakers, the Walter Mercado. He was the opposite of Mucho Yeah, up, very opposite of that, yeah. He went dark. <laughs> Super dark. Well, they had to, uh, the, the Federales actually cleansed the whole Devil's Ranch area that they were calling his area. Well, to this day, they're still reported to um, seeing people trying to dig out, like, bones Remains and shit. Remains and stuff. Well, they went out there with a, a curandero, and then he did, like... Olympia? Kind of, like, the incantations and all this other stuff, and then they actually, like, threw gasoline over everything and burned it. Oh, yeah, it. And they burned everything. They burned the land. <laughs> They literally burned the land. Um, yeah, nobody... It, it's it's an empty lot. The federal state owns that. Like, nobody wants to... Nobody that. wants it. Um, because now it has a bad omen. Oh, yeah. And I wouldn't... I wouldn't want to... Even if they gave it for free... I hate those bears. You're thinking... Yeah. <laughs> fucking bears. You think that... You know, you start living there, you're going to fucking have ghosts. You know? All the, all the people like who die horrific. That's the best case scenario. That's the <laughs> best case scenario. Yeah. You're going to have ghosts. Have Hopefully they don't do well, anything. Well, he did dark r- ritual, so, you know, it's probably darker than that shit. You know? Mm-hmm. He should just have stayed. I don't know. What I think about that guy is just like a multitude of things, right? It mm-hmm. just is upbringing in the Santeria culture. He got... Um, he became, like, uh, convinced that he was able to help these people in the you know in the dark world right you know the politicians the drug dealers um that he was able to gain their influence and so therefore he was able to maybe perceive the opportunity you know drug dealing distribution and then he brought along his um Balo Moyambe mm-hmm. to 
convince himself and his followers that we need to do this in order for our, our business to grow. And then it just, I don't think good things don't last forever. And so he died eventually, right? So just, just a crazy man who got his way for a while, mm-hmm. using religion to influence people. Yeah, it's and, like he made himself what he was, but then he was, he was also like his own downfall. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, he is, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. yeah. He got that like part. too power, money hungry, and... That feedback loop of bullshit. Pretty much. Well, so, <laughs> Hoppe, what's, what's this? Is this like new turn of events? Well, no, no, no. This is something that is going on in uh, Juarez. So, uh, like with the cartel, there's a bunch of deaths. They're finding bodies that are dehydrated in the desert. <clears throat> and this doctor figured out that uh, he created the solution... Where you can dunk the body in, uh-huh. and it pretty much brings the body back to normal, and they can do things like um, fingerprint, fingerprinting, dental oh. records. Oh, wow. oh, nice! Yeah, that's genius. It, it is. If you look at the pictures mm-hmm. involved, because there's a, there's a documentary about this. Um, the bodies look like they just passed away. Wow! Yeah, it's, really? it's ridiculous. They're pristine. Yeah, that is they're, they're, they're not mutilated, but yeah, as long as they can get a fingerprint or palm print, they're able to identify the bodies. For, for oh like shit! Tat- yeah, tattoos or anything. That's insane. That so, is wow. That is pretty good. Good work. Yeah, is it Doctor Dr. Mexico? Yeah, Doctor. Where's this guy's name? <laughs> that one bag at the end looks like what y'all are seeing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's this block with some jerky in it. This is jerky. Um, Alejandro Hernandez Cardenas. <laughs> people, people don't know, but Mexico is very advanced in a lot of their their tech and medical mm-hmm. medical field. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, they're able to do it uh, faster, cheaper, and more. Efficient. Yeah, more efficient. Yeah. You know, eye surgery, dentistry. Mm-hmm. Well, like you can get it for a lot cheaper. A lot cheaper. You don't and need a lot insurance quicker. over there, right? You can just go. And you, go if you have the money to pay, yeah, you just go and straight pay them. Yeah, I mean, you can go into a pharmacy and tell the pharmacist, "Hey, I'm having these issues," and they can prescribe stuff to you on the spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, let's go there now. Let's take <laughs> a plane. Sick plane. Just don't go pee in the woods. I got woods. a two-seater. <laughs> got a two-seater. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool, man. <laughs> just, just wear diapers. Wear diapers. Don't oh, you gotta, you gotta be on the plane, brother. We don't have room inside. <laughs> Cargo. Yeah. Cargo. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, again, please share and rate us five stars right. <laughs> or whatever. Uh, and no pressure. No, no pressure. No pressure. We still need the canned goods. And we still need the canned goods. We'll um, still need the stickers, but you know it's gotta be a compliment. We got, we got this beef jerky. Um, you know, it's amazing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Someone killed the deer. Someone killed the deer, but hey, look, man, we're That's feeding what us. That's says, but who and knows what he's feeding us. <laughs> this is going to cover us for winter, all right? For winter. You should have said it was bear meat. <laughs> it's oh, bear it's meat. Bear. Bear's supposed to be pretty good. I, I don't want to kill a bear. I don't know. Hey, well, you know. We'll what a majestic beast. You do or you don't? I uh, don't. Oh, I was like, why? Oh, Unless he died bear, of natural right? causes. Mm. Oh, but you don't want and then he's probably like sick or something. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> so then you don't uh, want it. He died of a heart attack. He was scared. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He had a high five. That's it for today. Until the next episode. Later. Oh, <laughs>